Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everybody back to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast with Craig and Jeff. And we're back again for another show today. And I guess you could pretty much just title this the random show. I really, we don't have a major topic for it. Just going to kind of basically go through some of the players, some of the rankings, what we think about some players, maybe compare some players, situations. Would you rather get, you know, so-and-so for $30 or somebody for $15, you know, kind of a thing. We're just going to kind of see where it goes, see what we talk about, and go from there, and hopefully my voice holds up again for this show. We'll see. Might, might not. We'd never know. If so, Jeff will just have to take over and do solo show, which... Listen, I mean, listen to this beautiful voice. Just try not to have any dead air, Jeff. <laughs> you know, we'll keep going. But in the meantime, make sure to visit us at on Twitter at FFProfit. FantasyFootballProfit.com has all of our past episodes and all of that. Or you can send us an email at FantasyFootballProfit at gmail.com. If you're on iTunes, you know, go rate and review us. Give us that five-star review, which would be... Always nice to have. You don't even have to write a review. You can just click the five stars, do that, boom, helps us out right there. So wouldn't mind to see that. But I think we should just get right into it, Jeff. Do you have anything to start with? I think we're going to talk about a little quarterbacks maybe yeah, to start here. I think we'll start with quarterback. And what we're going to do right away is um, we found some of these mock drafts and, and uh, these consensus ratings, if you will. And uh, we're going to talk about what quarterbacks start off in what tiers. And then if we could pick one of those, assuming that they're all in the same level, um, which ones we like and why and which ones you should hold out for. So I'll just give a shout-out to it. FantasyPros.com. We're going to steal their tiers because I'm sure a lot of people use this site. Yeah, And and they're pretty accurate right now. Well, hopefully, I think I'm actually on there now for this next coming year as one of the experts so we'll see how that goes maybe we'll get jeff on there too but a little shout out to them they have their tier system here based on the early consensus ranks their tier one it's you know not surprising maybe actually a little surprising there's one player that i feel could jump in this tier but it's aaron Rodgers, andrew luck drew Brees, tom brady do you see luck as the number two is that a little high um i don't feel like i would draft him ahead of possible luck scares me i don't feel like he hasn't been as consistent as drew Brees and tom brady i mean i guess that's the thing i can see him in this tier yeah but i mean i probably would put him number four why is like would you in this tier i'm just gonna go on the next tier. why is matt ryan not in the same tier as andrew luck yeah i think um that's where the I think that should be the same almost yeah I, i feel like matt ryan could easily jump up to tier one or luck you know, lead off tier two with Matt Ryan. Um, yeah, I feel like Matt Ryan should be in tier one. Just, I mean, to be honest, the offense, he did great last year. Um, there's no reason for him not to be on it. So, I mean, right away, there's there's little changes I would make to this. Yep. But, but say for that, so tier one, out of those four players that we have, yep. um, who, who, who do you like the well, best? I like Aaron Rodgers the best, by far. But, this comes to fantasy football in value. And Aaron Rodgers' price is going to be just way too high for me. 
way too high for my liking. It's gonna in a two hundred dollar auction with like you know ten team standard. It's gonna be in the thirties. Yeah, easily. I don't ever, ever even want to. I don't want to even think about paying that for a quarterback. I don't know what the other three will go for. Value wise, man, it's a tough one. I almost feel like Breeze is gonna have the best value of these four. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I think Breeze is going to have better value than Matt Ryan, actually. I think Matt Ryan's going to go for more money than Drew Breeze is going to go for. I, I kind of can see that Brady, Brady's Brady. Brady's always going to go, I think, for more. A couple years ago, you could have got Brady for a steal. You could have got Brady for a steal and being suspended, but he's not going for a steal anymore. So I think it's Drew Breeze is the best value here. But Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback, so depends on what kind of... If you're doing a snake draft and Rodgers drops, you can get him later on, yeah, but... I don't even like to talk about snake drafts just because it's that's that's an interest that's a different strategy. I think it's Drew Brees is the one I want to get here. Aaron Rodgers is the best one. What do you think? No, I completely agree with you. Aaron Rodgers, hands down, the best quarterback you can get in the game. Um, but like you said, he's going to go for a ton. There's no doubt. So if I could just pick one out of those four, Aaron Rodgers. Yep. But actually, like you, because Tom Brady won the Super Bowl, all the hype behind him, I think. It, you know, and he's wonderful too. Obviously, he's he puts up the numbers every single year. He's not he's not suspended, so his numbers should only go up. But you have to believe that Breeze is the uh, is the guy that's going to be undervalued because Luck is the he's the young gun. So everyone thinks that he's going to have better numbers than he did last year. Yep. They short that line, so I, I think Breeze is going to be the one that's left out. I think you can get him for a decent price, but. Does Breeze worry you at all without Brandon Cooks and now just having Michael Thomas, Willie Sneed basically as his main two? Does that worry you? Actually, no, it doesn't worry me at all. I think think it drives his price down a bit, which is wonderful. Um, I think you could, like Tom Tom Brady, I I think you could throw any decent, or I shouldn't say decent, but any wide receivers of that caliber. And and Cooks was a great wide receiver, but... Um, he has plenty of other weapons, and he he's very very accurate. Still, I, I don't see him having any issue. Maybe he uses a tight end more. Maybe uh, some guy I don't even know about. <laughs> you know, will come up and beat the Kobe Fleener. Maybe Kobe Fleener yeah, steps up. Man, yeah, probably not. I was gonna say it could be. Maybe he really could. He still has talent. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Well, okay, we'll look at tier two here, and we talk about Matt Ryan. So Matt Ryan's in tier two. So it's Matt Ryan, Russell Wilson, Cam Newton. This is the easiest one by far because who do you like the best in this tier? Uh, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Yeah, of course. And the difference is, value-wise, I like Cam Newton, actually. I think <laughs> I think Cam Newton is going to go for a lot cheaper this year. I, I worry it still might be too much, though. Uh, well, I, it, I'm kind of surprised Cam Newton is a Tier 2 guy on this. I, I After looking at it for a while, I, I, I think I would change these up quite a bit. Um, I, I don't see how Russell Wilson or Cam Newton could possibly you're, be in Tier 2. I feel like you're really down on Russell Wilson. I am, and I mean... You were at the I, end of last year too, but I mean, look, he's got the talent. He can absolutely do it. But if I'm looking for fantasy value and I have to pay for a guy, assuming he's tier two when he pulled what he did last year, mm-hmm. there's no possible way I'm going to do that. I would much rather jump down and get uh, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, someone like that that is ranked, you know, seven people below him. Well, if, according to this, if Russell Wilson is not getting rushing touchdowns and rushing yards, he's not a top quarterback. That's the only reason he's been a top quarterback over the years was his rushing. And the older you get, the less you run. It do, it just it doesn't happen as much. I mean, injuries pile up with him. And it's just I mean, it's just what happens. I see you see it all the time with players coming out of college that ran the ball at quarterback. It slows down as they get older. And I can see that happening with Wilson. I don't think we'll ever see those rushing numbers like we did a few years ago. 
And because of that, to me, his value is not there. In, I mean, that wide receiver group, is that anything you're really excited about? Doug Baldwin, Jimmy Graham, they're okay, but that's not like... Yeah, they're good enough. I mean, that's the thing. It's just not good enough for what people are going to pay for him. And I, I don't I don't believe he's a Tier 2 guy this year. Um, but And that's the thing. He's still a very good quarterback. He makes good decisions. But because of that early production, early in his career, people will still pay for that, assuming he can make it back to that, well, which I, I don't believe I mean, in. I guess everything we just said about Russell Wilson that can say about Cam Newton. You can, and I... Rushing the ball... It, it, we saw it last year where he wasn't running the, at the goal line as much as he used to. It wasn't happening mm-hmm. as much. What's why would that change? Well, that was the weird thing is because that was one year removed, and that that's what was the so strange thing about Cam Newton. Is he, he went from this phenomenal, phenomenal year to hitting a brick wall, mm-hmm. and you're wondering if that was you know just the <clears throat> downturn of you know thinking that you're possibly going to be a Super Bowl champ to you know getting your hopes crushed and that whole team kind of collapsing a bit. So you wonder if he can bounce back. And once again, I, I think that's the, the worry. is Tier 2 for Cam Newton is pretty crazy to me. If you put him in Tier 3 with a bunch of the other guys, I can totally see it. Yeah, I was going to say, Tier 3 here, there's a lot of guys I'd like to get in Tier 3. Probably for the same price, I'd like to get Cam Newton and feel more comfortable about it. Exactly. And I, I assumed, and the reason we, we had talked about Cam Newton before, but the reason I liked him is because I thought he would take such a hit on yep. his value that yep. I thought he would be... You know, worth the money I would put into him. Right now at tier two, there's I would just pass on him. No way. So tier three is a massive tier. Yeah, and it has a <laughs> bunch of guys I like. It's I'll just list them off here. It's Roethlisberger, Dak, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Mariota, Stafford, Rivers, and Jameis. And I mean, it doesn't even matter how they have them ranked here. What do you? What? Who stands out for you? I mean, I think to me, it's probably Roethlisberger. Which I think Roethlisberger might, should jump up a tier to me. Yeah, I know he struggled sometimes, but the weapons he has is just insane. He, yeah, and that's very true. I, I think Roethlisberger is definitely one he, of those. I actually, to tell you the truth though, he's not the one I, only because, and I factoring in a little bit of the injury aspect because he's hobbled so much. I really and I, yeah, I like. How I'm, I'm about to name a guy that just got injured, but yeah, <laughs> but Derek I, Carr? yeah, I like Derek Carr the most. Of these guys, I think. I think he already puts up solid numbers. I think he has room to grow. And if you add a little bit of a running game or if you add another weapon on offense, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Jared Cook, but, you know, if it helps Derek Carr's numbers a bit, um, I think he's ready for another another jump up. So I really like Derek Carr, especially for that Tier 3 price. I could I could see. I like I like Derek Carr, too. And I, like, I mean, both Carr and Roethlisberger, to me, could kind of jump up, I think, a little yeah. bit. I don't see... I mean, I'd, I'd want either of them, I think, over Cam and Russell Wilson. Um, I really feel like yeah. it, especially for the price. Yeah, I was going to say, depending on price. Dak Prescott, I don't want it all. No, I'm not. <laughs> Prescott would be fine to have, but I'm not in love with him. I, I don't get This is my thought on Dak Prescott. He, he yeah. worries me. I know I've been down on Dak and all these things and stuff, yeah. whatever. <laughs> I don't think you are going to win a fantasy football championship with Dak Prescott as your quarterback. I do not think that. At all. Maybe maybe you can win an NFL championship. I don't know. I don't think you can win a fantasy football championship with Dak Prescott. I mean, you can. Yes, it can happen. But I don't think it's going to be. It's going to be something where your team, the rest of your team, is going to have to be absolutely stacked. I, I just, I don't know. I, yeah, that first year was just too, too good for me. Um, so I, I think he has to regress a bit, and it doesn't mean he's going to be a bad quarterback by any means. I just mean for fantasy value. I mean, the amount he just didn't throw any interceptions yep. and. 
I, I don't know. It's just kind of a whirlwind between him and Zeke and how well they did. Like, everything was going well for him. I can't imagine that they're not going to hit a bump in the road and he's not going to be tested a bit. Yeah. And really, I mean, I mean, he did that with relatively, you know, not the greatest wide receiving core, which is even crazier. But you're wondering if because the run game was so good, it relieved so much pressure. Um, if that, if they figured how to slow that down at all, yeah. um, I mean, you st- I don't know. They have so many weapons on the team. It's really hard to stack a case against him. Besides, for the fact that he's going to throw more interceptions, they're going to give him more responsibility, and uh, everyone's seen him for an entire year now. Yep. And you see this time and time again, where guys that do really, really well in the rookie season have a time to kind of acclimate to to having all these defenses know all their tendencies. Mm-hmm. Honestly, out of this tier. I mean, Stafford should be solid. Rivers should be solid. Those two guys are bi-week villains. I had Stafford as a starter for a little bit. You probably could get away with it, but I'd never expect... I'm not expecting Stafford to throw up these huge, massive numbers. I think he's going to be decent and solid, but he's never... You know, he mm-hmm. can be decent enough. I think Jameis could have a big jump up this year. Yeah, I like Jameis um, quite a bit as well. And I, I liked him for last year. And he... Um, I mean, he's still got Evans, which is going to put up big numbers. Um, depending on what they do with the rest of their team but yeah I like him a lot and he is still young so he is going to get you I mean he's not going to be a huge runner but he will give you added you know well, points that way my yeah my thought on this tier is I mean obviously Derek Carr I feel I just feel like Derek Carr is a different tier like we said but Jameis I feel like has the most like superstar potential here the most potential to really jump up and become one of those top top guys it, I think it's there I really think and he has Mike Evans even Deshaun Jackson, he does have. We're not the biggest Deshaun Jackson fans, but it's still it's another weapon. It does help. I, I tell you, the other guy that I be well, and once again, I like to tell these guys. I really like. I want to see what Marcus Mariota does. Um, he, he showed flashes of it, and they're starting to add even more pieces around him. He obviously can run a bit. He's got a lot of things I like. I I'm still hesitant because I would still take other people over him. Like I think one of the most solid guys in this tier is. Kirk Cousins. I think he's a guy that you could plug in every single week and I would be okay with it compared to like Roethlisberger which can give you mammoth weeks and then you know that if he's on a road in a you know bad situation I'm pulling him. So Kirk Cousins is the one that I think flies under the radar even though he's been putting up such solid numbers. Yeah he's he's gonna be decent. He's just gonna be solid I think and that's he's gonna be a good bye week guy for you. I'm just going to go to the next tiers and kind of just quickly jump over this because once you get down here, we already did the top 15 guys. Once you get past this level, these are bi-week fill-ins for a week. You, these, these guys aren't your starters, but is there any player you see down here that you think could make a jump up and become a guy that is a starter for you? Is there, I mean, Romo, if he gets on a certain team. Well, he, Romo, obviously he's Romo. He's an interesting one, but is there any other, another guy here you, know, you think could become something? There is something? There's two guys that intrigue me and this is a uh, you know this is going really deep and you know saying something but I think Carson Carson Wentz has a lot of ability they added a ton of weapons so him as a flyer like I don't know if he's going to be one of those guys you can just plug in and he's going to be a top 10 guy every week but I think Carson Wentz has um just the amount that they put around him he had I feel like his numbers have to get better and he he made a lot of great decisions the first year with you know kind of shaky wide receiver play at time so I kind of like him I think I would keep my eye on him and the other guy that people will probably uh, disagree with me a ton is I'm kind of holding out hope for Blake Bortles a bit 
depending on what they do, he's not a great quarterback, but you've seen that he can put up massive numbers when they just unleash and let him throw to the plethora of talented wide receivers yeah, that he has. And maybe they add Fournette to that team. Exactly. You know, it's he has to put yeah. Bortles has the potential there to actually have big fantasy weeks. Yeah, he and definitely does. I don't know if I mean maybe he was always that. he he was he really looked poor at times last yeah. year. There's no doubt, and I think he's going to be playing for his job this year. So, you know, when the pressure's on, people usually perform a little bit better. Whether or not that's going to get him in the top ten, top fifteen quarterbacks, I don't know. But I, I see him having uh, a potential to kind of be a steal later on. All right, let's jump over to running backs. Those bottom of the quarterbacks kind of, eh, nothing pretty. Yeah, it gets under. really ugly after that. The running backs, obviously, tier one, we talk about it all the time. It's the it's the top three players in the draft. It's, God, it's Bell Johnson. Bell Johnson Elliott, I mean, it's what it is. And he really, you can't go wrong with any of these three guys, I feel like. To me, I the more and more I think about it and go back and forth with it, I think Bell is my number one. I really Damn. do. I, I feel I start to feel that way. I don't know why. I, just, th- I think he would still be my number three guy. See, and I knew, you, yeah. It's just it, that's what people it's, are like. It's yeah. it's all over. And I think it's Bell because I've always been the guy. I want somebody who's proven it for so long. Mm-hmm. I mean, Johnson's done it for year a year, <laughs> and so done it for a year. And see, I guess that's where sometimes I'm too late to the party on some of these guys. But that's how I've if, played. If you ask me though, like, this is the tough one because. I, I believe David Johnson is the most talented back, and I think he has the opportunity to do what he did last year again. What happened to him at the end of the year kind of freaks me out just because it looked so gruesome. Mm-hmm. I know he's fine, but still, that worries me. I think the safest pick is Elliott, to be honest. probably He probably could be the safest. Bell's probably Bell's injury-prone and suspension-prone. Yeah, mostly suspension-prone. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> David Johnson could be injury-prone. We don't know. Yeah. One, a lot of times, once you get one of these injuries, it could keep happening. Yeah. You so, don't know. But so you would pick Bell if you had to pick I one. I would. Of these I think I would pick and Bell. I would pick David Johnson. I just his upside. He's such a beast when he's. And but, he played. You know, he was just he was he was the best player in football last that's year. That's the thing. I don't. Think, I have to go with. But him. I really don't think you can go wrong with either of them. And no. I don't see. And it's hard to even talk about it because that's just their. That's what it is. Okay. So I'm going to move to tier two, which is where it's very interesting. Go ahead and list these guys, or I'll list these guys yep. out for you so you can yeah. get that cough, yeah, cough drop in. Yep. Um, but this is a really interesting, this is my favorite tier. There's so many guys I like, but okay, it goes LaShawn McCoy, Jordan Howard, uh, Ajayi, Melvin Gordon, Freeman, and DeMarco Murray. So tell me which one of these guys is your favorite. If you could pick one of them, only one of them for tier two, which one would you pick? This is tough. I have two guys right away on my list. And I think I would still want McCoy, but I worry about his age. I worry about the injuries. Mm-hmm. So it, this is where it comes to fantasy football and value. I think you're about to price. lean towards my guy, yeah. Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I, I think I would go Melvin Gordon. See, that, and I think when you look at it and what price you can get Gordon for compared to what price you can get McCoy for, that's where I would start yeah. to lean Gordon because I feel I can get him yeah, cheaper and, and he's younger. And exactly. McCoy could fall. McCoy's at the spot now where he could just hit a wall and just drop. He could get hurt and just be done. It could happen very easily. We already saw um, the Bills use Gillisley in those goal line situations so many times. Oh, that frustrating me more than anything as a McCoy owner. How many times Gillisley vaulted those touchdowns for McCoy? Gordon, that didn't happen. No, nope. last year. Well, and there's no who, Woodhead. I was gonna say, guess who didn't come back? They Woodhead just went to Ken- Ravens. Kenyon Barner. Are you are you worried about Kenyon Barner taking away his time? <laughs> no, yeah, almost. 
So it, I think it's Gordon, especially for the price. I do. I love Gordon. And you saw how much they used him. And even if his touchdown production falls off a bit, which it could very well happen because he put up a ton of touchdowns, um, he's still going to be solidly in yep. the top five. Yep. So I love I love Melvin Gordon. I think I think he's the real deal in the tier two. And I think McCoy is still – I think he's a more talented back. Are you as worried about McCoy? I, I just have this weird worrying feeling about him. Um. I do because because of the price you're gonna. This is my yeah. Well, the price and the age and everything kind of. This I feel like it's mounting up against. Them. And I'm used to this with getting Charles two years ago and Peterson last year. And getting these injuries, I feel like if I go spend big for McCoy, it's over. Yeah, he's gonna get knocked out injury. And he, he and I, I don't know. It feels like yeah. I mean, he is. He's just getting that wear and tear on him, and you. You see this so much, and they will talk about this. You hit a certain amount of carries, you hit a certain age, and the drop-off is, I mean, it's almost a sure thing, right? And, you know, even AP got hurt. and Yeah, I mean. I mean, he was still kind of a freak the way he came back and did the production. But So everyone is going to be saying that about McCoy. So you're wondering if that is going to drive his price down. And if it does drop, so say, say he goes. Because right now you have to think he really is the fourth, you know, the see, fourth see, best. I don't think his back. price goes down because I don't think there's any sure things after those. I mean, what are the sure things here? Look at this list. Who are the sure things? No, see, that's, is there a sure thing? I do like. Um, I was going to say, the next guy after that, I would take Jordan Howard. See, and I'm, yeah, I think I, I think I, he's a. I think he's as sure of a thing as you can get. I just worry about how bad that team is. Oh, they're terrible. But I think just because of the amount of carries he's going to get, and he did it last year, oh. and that team w- was terrible. So I, I don't think his production is going to fall off. Cool. I think he is very, very safe. I think Melvin Gordon is very safe. Um, and then those are really the only ones. Jay Ajayi. I'm not, I, I'm not sold even Yeah, slightly I right have now. a worry about him, but he is going to get first crack. He could be the primary. He will be the primary running back. So he could. he's kind of the next one. And then you get real iffy because you're splitting time with DeMarco Murray yeah. and Devontae Freeman, which both are absolute beasts, and I love them. But... You know what I mean? So that that's why I think Melvin Gordon is incredibly under I think value. I think that's the Gordon tier for me now. It's Gordon and McCoy. Yeah. McCoy's most talented, but Gordon's gonna be the best value. J- I mean Ajayi, his value is gonna be not that great. He's he's you have to pay for him as a guy who's you you're gonna have to pay it, for yeah, you have to pay for all of these guys. And that's the thing, is if I had to pay the same amount for all of them, I would take Melvin Gordon. Yep. Um and then after that, if I had to pay the same, I'd I pro- McCoy would probably edge out Howard for me, but Howard would be right there. Just worry about the Coy's injury risk. Yeah, I and I feel like I, I just worry about Buffalo in general. Mm-hmm. They just they kind of baffle me at times. <clears throat> All right, tier three. It's Lamar Miller, Todd Gurley, Carlos Hyde, <laughs> Mark Ingram, C.J. Anderson, and Spencer Ware. You know, that's a very interesting one. There's a lot of uh, what ifs. So okay, I, I can, I tell, you, I can tell you right off the bat. I don't like C.J. Anderson very much. I'm not a big Spencer Ware fan. I, no, I'm not, well, especially, you know, they're, all these drafts are saying that they're going to go out and get a, a really you know, good running back, too. Lamar Miller's fine, but he doesn't excite me. He worries, he worries me so much. I, even if Romo went to the Texans, he, he still you know, worries me. I think that would bump him up for me. Mark but. Ingram? Okay, again, I'm not like... Dude, they have so many... It's one of those things. They just use everyone. He, he was wonderful, but if I really... If I'm looking for that guy, and I'm wondering, I assume, who, who would you go with? So, obviously, it's going to be... You are going to lean in between Gurley and Hyde, I assume, because they're the two I you haven't talked about. I think it's Hyde for me. I totally agree with you. Because, yeah, like the Kyle Shanahan offense, I think it's 
going to give Hyde a very, very good shot at being a you know a good back. I mean, wasn't Shanahan was the offensive coordinator um, when Alfred Morris was doing great for the Redskins? Look what he did with you know Freeman and Coleman. He has a history of having these running backs play very well. And Hyde has the talent to do it. Can he stay healthy? Yeah, and the health is. He does get rack up these injuries, and that's what I worry about with him. But every time he's out there, and he was on a terrible San Fran team last yeah. year, and he still put up numbers. So I, I, I do. I think Hyde is the way to go. Um, C.J. Anderson, I'm so on the fence about. I, I really am I'm really against him. I'm probably never going to go for him. But I just feel like there's there's got to be someone that emerges in Denver that really gets it done. And I feel like C.J. Anderson has the best chance of that. So he might be one of these guys that slips because he was you know injured last year. But Todd Gurley is really the guy that I'm waiting to see. I think his name carries so much weight because he was such a phenom the first year. So I, I don't think you're going to get a price cut on him. Probably but not. I really think that this is the year, if any, that his, his numbers are going to skyrocket back up to where, maybe not first year numbers, but closer to that range. Do you think like Latavius Murray deserves to be in that tier at all, or do you think he's good where he's at, the tier below him? Um, actually, I, I would probably, he would probably slip Right at the end of that tier, so yeah. I put him right underneath he, Spencer Ware. But I, 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 think, like I think he would be. I would tier probably three. go him. At, I would get him ahead of Spencer Ware personally. That that's what I would do. Depending on what happens in the actual, probably me too. But I, and it's because of the offense. I really, I mean, I said this yeah, in past true. podcasts. I think he's going to get a ton of carries. Um, he's going to get some TDs. They're not a prolific passing team, so. So, yeah, I, I kind of like Latavius Murray uh, more than some of these well, other guys. We might guys. as well just talk about the Tier 4 then here, this big right. jumble. Eddie Lacy, Robert Kelly, Adrian Peterson, Thomas Rawls, Latavius Murray, Isaiah Crowell, Tevin Coleman, Jeremy Hill, LeGarrette Blunt, who still doesn't have a team, and I think he would probably – I don't know. Well, yeah, what's happening with LeGarrette Blunt? Who knows? And then Jonathan Stewart. I mean, I think – and then I'll drop down one guy, Tier 5. I think you'd put Powell almost there. He's getting close to that tier if he's the guy. If if he's the guy, he 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 does. He jumps all the way to the top of that list. He might even jump to tier three for me if Forte wasn't there at all. <coughs> yep. um, but he is still there, so he's probably probably where he's supposed to so be at. This tier four is Murray, your favorite guy in this tier. You think? Uh, yes. Right? Like, yeah, I, Latavius I, Murray is my I mean, least, would be my favorite guy. I, mean, I, think I think he's the safest. I think Tevin Coleman's probably the best player. <laughs> I was going to say, I actually, Tevin Coleman would probably be number two for me on this. And that's saying because he's splitting with Freeman, mm-hmm. just because that offense is so good, you can get them enough carries. So he puts up great numbers when he was healthy. Lacey and Rawls, we don't know what to expect, so I can't pay for either of those guys in a draft next year because who knows? You, yeah. you don't know what to expect. That's a really tough thing. And AP is always interesting. We don't know where he's going to land. Yep. But, he, I mean, Tier 4 for him, you, as soon as he signs somewhere, I, 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 if you get him for Tier 4 number, for money, Tier 4 money, um, I absolutely would take if, the chance. If he signs with Oakland and we know he's the guy, he jumps to Tier 3 for me, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah, pretty easily, yeah. I would agree. Robert, Robert Kelly's interesting to me because I feel like he's a guy you can get for a cheap price to be like your third running back. Maybe. He, yeah, he's you know, a sneaky one because yeah. he, he had games where he did really, really well. Um, as long as you don't have to pay for him, that was exactly, my worry. Exactly. Because if, if he's going to be the number one guy and they know that he's going to be the primary back, his because of that alone, right, everyone's price yeah. skyrockets. So if you have to pay for Robert Kelly, like a tier three guy or something, I, I back off. But 
you start getting down here, and he's real sneaky. Because I mean, who else are the him guys? And, him and Crowell to me are those right. guys. I like exactly. those sneaky, those sneaky cheaper guys that you can get maybe your third back. I like those guys as my third running back right. for a cheap price, like fifteen dollars or cheaper. And what do you think of um, the guy, last guy in this tier four? Is Jonathan Stewart? No, I'm staying away. Because you talked about unless him this I can get year. it for cheap, like really cheap. Well, I mean, at the end of tier four, I if I can get him can. for under, if I can get him for like single digit money, yes, I like him. That's it. Are you worried more about because of injury, injury, age, yeah, all that? Because okay. I mean, what is it? He's the only back there, really. Currently, unless they draft Fournette. Which is another well, thing yeah, we I think mean, if they draft that. someone, it changes things. But I mean, he could. You I'm know, staying away unless, like, if I can get him for cheap, I like him. I that's, that's it's his value thing. Uh, we talk about every show, but that's what it is. Yeah. I hate Stewart for a certain price, and I like. I've always liked Stewart, but I mean, the guy shows he can't stay healthy. And Legarrette Blunt, I don't expect him to be a starter anywhere. We didn't even talk about him on our last I, show. I haven't even heard anything. Nothing. About him. Like nothing. Yeah, Maybe he goes quiet. back to New England on a one-year minimum deal or something. I don't know at this point. Let's um, let's go at least one. Let's go <laughs> one more tier. Yep. And this one's interesting. And obviously, Bilal Powell is on there. We got Kenneth Dixon, Frank Gore, Ab- <laughs> Amir Abdullah, um, Jamal Charles, Ty Montgomery. There's a ton. Dion Lewis, yeah. Giovanni Bernard, Matt Forte, Prosize, yeah. Woodhead, Perkins, Riddick, and Derek. A Henry. lot of stuff I don't like. Derek Henry. Who knows? That could be interesting. That's interesting. Amir Abdullah to me is actually interesting for this year. I'm kind of the the Lions have really improved their offensive line. If Abdullah's healthy, I mean, what is the if? It, that's the problem with a lot of these guys. And you don't finally you don't have to overpay for him because yeah. the guy is really really fun to watch when he's healthy. He has some elusiveness that you just don't Man, see that often. There's a lot I don't like on this list. Yeah, and Jamal Charles, you never know where he's going to go. You're going to have to pay too much for him, I have a feeling. I mean, if you pay Tier 5 stuff well, for him. I almost like one tier below Doug Martin. I think Doug Martin, even though we don't know what's going to happen, if he's going to be well, with the Buccaneers, if say, he is. Well, look who else is on tier the tier below that. Ryan Matthews, which we just hyped up last See, podcast. Ryan Matthews, he's interesting for me this year because he's finally completely not going to be talked about. And if he, if he still, if the Eagles don't release him, which very yeah. well could still happen, he's not going to be getting all the workload. He could be a guy you get for nothing. Mm-hmm. And I like those guys. All of a sudden, once they become the nothing minimum guys, you can get some value out of them. And he what, could have some value there. What do you think about Frank Gore, assuming they Maybe. don't draft anyone? I'm, he's going to be solid, but he, I want him to be my fourth running back. No, and But I'm saying, like, in if you actually went for it, so tier five money. So say you could get this guy for ten bucks. See, I might do it for ten, maybe. I just, I mean, Frank Gore has to drop off, right? At some point, we say that, but you look at his numbers <laughs> has and he happen. hasn't. He just hasn't. I feel like it has to happen. Yeah, he's kind of one of these ageless wonders. He's kind of on the level of like, like a less impressive AP. <laughs> I really hate this this list right here for most yeah. part. Deion Lewis, I want nothing to do with, even a little bit. Not even. No, I don't want him. No, I don't at all. Him. I don't want him on my team for a dollar because I would never play him. What about Paul Perkins? Didn't you? Uh... Yeah, he, if he's the starter, I like him for a cheap price too. It's all about cheap price because I don't know what to expect from him. I don't even think he maybe he's that great of a player. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he could be the starter, I mean, if you can get an actual starting running back in this tier five, in this like nothing price range, that's great value. As long as he's your like fourth running back, but you can get him for nothing and he's a starting running back. Shoot, if you can get Derrick Henry for that cheap too, I like that. 
I really like the Derrick Henry pick for way down there. I was going to say, Derrick Henry is the one that interests me the most, but he also has the biggest hurdle to overcome, right? Yep. So I think at best this year he's going to be splitting time, but I'm really hoping they make him goal line back. And if that information, say if the Titans say, hey, he's going to be our goal line back before the draft, um, before your fantasy yep. draft, his value is going to go so far up. So I'm hoping that doesn't come out and then maybe you can steal him. But he's such a um, a big name still because everyone saw how talented he was last year. So I don't think I'd be able to get him for even 10. I think some crazy guy is going to you know Probably. up his price to 15, 20 it. or something. No, I, that's going to happen. I'm not going to get him on my team. Yeah, exactly. I would, I would love to, though. If he, if he was my fourth back or something, it would be awesome. You know, I think we should jump over and just skip the rest of the running backs because at this point, I mean, it's you're going to get these guys for cheap, and you got we really don't know the situations on a lot of these guys. That's why they're down here right now. So we might as well jump over wide receivers and talk about what we know to finish off this episode. Probably we're probably going to skip tight ends too because tight ends are basically one tier. I mean, who cares? yeah. So wide receivers, here we go. Top tier, we pretty much always know the top tier. Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham, Julio Jones, Mike Evans. That is the top tier. Yep. <coughs> well, we already know what I would pick because I keep saying it. Evans, but right? I know, yeah. And he's, on Evans. he's ranked fourth on here, but I, I take Evans all day. Yep. And I think you're going to get the best value with Evans. I do too. Obviously, if you're, you know, if you're in LA, obviously, with no keepers or anything, Evans is going to go for cheaper than these three guys, but he is – yeah, that's what I would do with this situation. He'll put up the same production. And with Deshaun Jackson – I think it could take some of the attention away from him. He hasn't. He didn't have that last year. He didn't have another guy to. Yeah, Sean Jackson isn't a big target guy. That's the nice thing about it. Yeah. It's not like he's going to be just eating into all these targets for Evans. He's not. A, he's never been a big target guy. So that's a good thing yeah, for him. He might be able to take the top off the defense for yep. Evans a bit. <clears throat> so I think Evans is the best value, and I still think Antonio Brown's the best player here, probably overall. I mean, I think Julio Jones is probably the best. Yeah, I agree. I just like fantasy wise, I think it's Antonio Brown and Odell. I love Odell Beckham. I have him on my team forever. I just never consider him as the number one. I don't. I just can't. I I can't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put him ahead of Julio on this list. I'd I'd go Brown for 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 fantasy wise. I just wouldn't. No, I still wouldn't. Even with Marshall on this team, I don't know how that what that does to him right now. But I just don't. See, I do actually disagree with you. I think. I think. Brown, I think Evans is number one for me. I think it goes Evans, Brown, Beckham, and then Julio. But that's Julio only because Julio is a little more hampered by injury. True. And, I mean, it's nothing huge either, but, you, you know, it's just kind of these nagging things. Yep. Well, you can't go wrong with any of those four guys. No, and once again, <laughs> Tier 1 is no matter who tier you Tier 2 is those. where it gets more interesting. A.J. Green, Des Bryant, Jordy Nelson, T.Y. Hilton, oh and Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Dude, he, he's all the oh, way up in two already. I feel like I don't like this. Like, I was like, I feel like the one that was like on, you know, I was on Michael Thomas way early and now everyone knows about him. I'm just like upset about this. Right. He's not this sleeper and this guy that no one knows about anymore. He's not tier two to me. He's tier three all the way. Yeah, absolutely. He is not the same as these five, these are four, four of the That's guys. I wouldn't put. It's because I, I don't want to invest my money in something no. I can't count on. No. And you, I mean, for Tier 2, you absolutely are putting a lot of money into this guy. And these guys come with, I think the, the big difference between Tier 1 and Tier 2 is the inherent risk that you're mm-hmm. taking by getting these guys. And and I think, I mean, just for me, I think the guy I pick is Des Bryant all the way. Um, I think he's the most talented of this bunch. I think he demands, um, I mean, right there up. All of them demand a lot of balls in their direction. Besides, you know, him and AJ, I think, are maybe a step above. But I would take Des Bryant on this. And 
hope that he doesn't injure himself again. I think I, I think nah, I can't talk. There we go. First time <laughs> losing my voice. <clears throat> I think I go Des AJ T Y Jordy. See, I, I for some reason I have this thing in my head where With I T. just T Y Hillen. Yeah, I just I know, can't I know get behind saying. him ever. Hey. So I think I would take a risk on Jordy ahead of him, even though I think this is going to be the year that he starts to fall. Well, he was so good. And, uh, I just worry so a little bit. So good last still, still a great offense. And Michael, go, yeah, Michael Thomas could outperform I'd, all these guys, and I still would be like, yeah. Because <laughs> I'd still get Amari Cooper over Michael Thomas. I, right, I and there's actually... I'd probably tier, go DeAndre Hopkins. I'd, tier if, 3 has a lot of guys I like at Tier 3. Yeah, Tier 3 is interesting for me. Which might as well jump right to. It's Amari Cooper, Brandon Cooks, DeAndre Hopkins, Doug Baldwin, Keenan Allen, Sammy Watkins, Alshon Jeffrey, Allen Robinson. To me, Doug Baldwin jumped down to Tier 4. I don't like you in Tier 3. I don't think Doug Baldwin belongs. For me personally, he does not I belong. I know, but I feel so bad because you look at his numbers yep. and he absolutely does belong here. I just, I won't but draft I'm not, him that yeah, way. I'm not drafting him there. I feel so bad because he every year he's done it in the past three years. So, uh, anyway, who is the number one guy here for you? I think I really think Amari Cooper's going to have a big year. And I still think he's at a good value. I think he's, his value is actually still going to be worth it to me. I just, I'm big on Amari Cooper this year. I, I think Amari Cooper would edge out everyone by a little bit only because he also hasn't had any of these black marks against him injury-wise because otherwise I would go Keenan Allen because I you know, absolutely true. love that guy. And I, yeah. if he stays healthy, I would take him above even people in Tier 2. But well, um, I, can't, I can't rely on that yet. Here's my thing. DeAndre Hopkins, I'm going to be big on DeAndre if Hopkins this year, Romo. and it's going to be Romo. Yeah. But the problem is... We're not going to be the only two here that think DeAndre Hopkins could have a big year with Tony Romo as a quarterback. You're going to have to overpay, so, you're gonna have to this, overpay for him. This price is going to jump way too high. Well, and tell you the truth, if Romo comes, you're probably not overpaying for him. Last year, I think, was a fluke because of Osweiler. DeAndre Hopkins showed it before. I think his numbers are going to be Tier 2 guaranteed if Romo comes and stays healthy. That's obviously the big one. So, yeah, and this you went, you said Keenan Allen's probably your... Yeah, behind, I think, Amari um, Cooper... Than Keenan. Yeah. Keenan. I think Cooper, just because I can rely on him a little more, then, and I love that offense. I think I would go Amari Cooper, then Alshon Jeffrey. I, I was going to ask you where you think he, he ranks because I like of him. the new. I, I do too, but the new Philly. Do you trust Wentz? I, I do. I have a strange feel. I just think, I don't even know if Wentz will be amazing NFL quarterback. He'll probably be okay. I think fantasy wise, he's going to be plenty good enough for Alshon to be good. And I love the I love the way they structured Elshon's deal too. It's a really yep. like prove it kind of earn it yep. thing. So I think and Elshon, I don't think we've even seen the best he is, and he has been an absolute beast at times. So I, I do I, I like Elshon as well, but I still those other two I think are safer picks. But Sammy Watkins, I can't draft him with all that injury risk. No, and I would oh yeah right. I like him, but it's, someone you want to yeah, you yeah, want just, him to do well, but those injuries keep happening. Brandon Cooks is going to get. He's going to go for way too much just because of the New England factor. He could have, he could have a very great season, but the New England factor is going to jump his price too high for me. Yeah, without doubt. He's going to be the number. I could see him going ahead of um, T.Y. Hilton and Jordy Nelson price-wise. I could see that happening. Uh, I don't see some, it ha- I think, Someone's going to fall in love with yeah. him. I, well, I think the New England thing tempers that because as much as you love Cooks and as well as he's going to do in New England. Somebody's going to think he's Randy Moss. But, uh, Someone's yeah. going to think that. There's going to be somebody. I mean, there's probably someone. But I, I can think, see someone in our league thinking that. I think people are kind of wise to New England, right? Yeah. Where no one jumps out and no one is a, a superstar. Someone in our league is going to think that. You know who's going to think I that? Think, I don't think he's going to jump up to be like call a tier out. two I think, or anything. I'm going to call somebody. I think Joe's going to think that. <laughs> well, yeah, well. Hey, Joe. <laughs> I was like, 
Joe, no, maybe not. There's, maybe there's not. probably going to be a crazier one that no, Joe picks up. Joe's not even, he's not listening to this. He's not <laughs> going to hear this. So, you know, maybe, sorry about that, Joe. But he's going to go for too much. Allen Robinson, then I'm not excited about. I still don't. I like Allen Robinson if I get him for a cheap enough price. But I have a personal vendetta. He burned me so bad that I'm just, I'm just off you're done him. with him forever. Uh, pretty much. I mean, so I, I love the talent. If you drop down a tier, you're going to want Devontae Adams, De- Demarius Thomas, Michael Crabtree, those guys ahead of him. We're jumping um, all the way down to T four. Would you want those Devontae uh, Adams ahead of Robinson? I guess I won't go that far. Would you want? I, you don't want Devontae Adams ahead of him? Not seen enough yet. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I, okay, yeah, that's true. I Adams. would want Devontae Adams, yeah. He would Thomas, go above him. Yeah. Demiris Thomas is probably on the same level. I think Thomas is safer. Maybe Romo's the quarterback then. Thomas jumps. Uh, all these other guys. No, D- Dante Moncrief is one exactly. that I, I really yep. am looking at. He's in this tier four. Yep. He's the guy that I'm most interested in because we haven't fully seen him yet. In I this mean, tier, I, that's the way I feel. Adams, I think, is the I'd like, I would like. I like Adams, Moncrief, Pryor the best in this tier. Adams, Moncrief, Pryor. I like that. Yeah, I could see that. <coughs> and I think Edelman takes a hit because of Cooks. I don't draft Edelman, and I don't draft Landry no. or Sanders. It's just and not my guys. No, I, the, the best value here, because I assume he's not going to go for near as much as all these people, is Crabtree. Every year I, I bag on Crabtree, and every year he puts up good numbers, and I won't. So this might be the year that if his price is right, <coughs> I steal him for my third wide receiver or something. Yeah, I think he, he could definitely go cheaper. Then he, yeah, because been, Cooper is going to be insanely hyped, which I think for good reason. But uh, so I think that can only drive his price down because he can't. I mean, unless you assume the whole offense explodes. Yep. I'm yeah. I'm not. Mark. Yeah. Sanders. Yeah. Landry not in that tier to me. No, nah, I never draft Edelman. Ever. No. And we'll go one more tier five <laughs> just to give you the lay of the land. Tier five is Golden Tate. We got Old Man Fitzgerald, Diggs, Decker, Kelvin Benjamin, Brandon Marshall, Jordan Matthews, Jamison Crowder, Rashard Matthews, Deshaun Jackson, and rounding it out, the young gun that we both like, Devontae Parker. <coughs> so, in this tier, is there anyone that jumps out to you that you think would be first, who is your favorite, and then who do you think could mm. be a very good value pick? Ah, man, this is a tough one. This is a tough tier for me. Yeah, there's a lot of what I don't even know are. who my top player I absolutely like the most is in this tier. Ah, man, this is really tough because I have such, like there's some I can already say my value pick might be like Parker, right at the bottom. I don't know if that he's gonna be a value pick. I True. think he's gonna get a little over overhyped. I think he has a, a high ceiling, but I think you'll have to pay for that. Crowder could jump up with there not being much. There anymore. I dude, Crowder did so well last year. He has a, a you know a great rapport with uh, Cousins. So I do. I like Crowder. I think he might be the best value because I don't think anyone's still going to pay for him. I can't even say there's a guy I like the most. Maybe Golden Tate. Maybe it is Golden Tate at the top. Like I don't even know. Golden Tate really did prove uh, his worth the last half of um, this year, but or Fitzgerald for the first half of this year. Because I mean, he's still the number one guy. Like he's just consistent. I think the guy that I perhaps like the most here for kind of a bounce back is Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Kelvin Benjamin. They, they still don't really have another wide receiver. He's a big target. You know he's going to catch at least eight TDs, and if he goes crazy, he gets 12. Like, could, and this price could be pretty good price there yeah, for him. So I, I think he's the guy that I like the most out of them. And then uh, I, I'm looking at Jameson Crowder, too. I, I, just, I just think he's a great value. What do you think... 
looking at these guys, the other one that's an interesting one. I mean, I don't care about Diggs really for Minnesota, but what about Eric Decker? See, I like that because he's going to. I can see him going in the ten dollar range, and I think he's going to be the number one receiver for the yeah, Jets. Yeah, who else? I mean, yeah, exactly. Because it's Marshall's gonna be him, gone. Anunua, Robbie Anderson. It's going to be Decker. I, and once again, he's a red zone target. He's going to catch his TDs. If he goes under the radar, I, th- I think it could pay off big time. <coughs> but, yeah, I think, um, I mean, after that. One last tier. Is there anybody that you really like in that tier? To me, I like Willie Sneed to make a big jump this year. He's what, the number two now in New Orleans. Josh Doxson, who knows, but I'm not drafting him. Um, oh, let me Martavis see Bryant. Yeah, I mean, the guys I like are, I guess, <coughs> yeah, the guy, I mean, the guy I would like the most, if I knew that he was getting reinstated, would be Martavis Bryant. I think he's got the skill set. I think that offense is set up for him. I think he would be huge. But you just don't know if he's coming back quite yet. If it's not him, there's a lot of interesting guys, but like Lockett, he's a injury risk. Kevin White, we have no idea, but he might be the only guy there. So if they force the ball to him, he he could be kind of a guy that flies under the radar you could use. And the funny thing about this is I know he's going to go way above this, but they have Tyreek Hill in Tier 6. He's going to get drafted for more than that. Yo, without a doubt. And that's why, just to point him out. he's I still don't know what to think about him for next year. I liked him for nothing, but there's going to be at least a team in every league that falls in love with Tyreek Hill. Well, the problem with him is... It's the problem with any player of his type. It's not the fact that he's not talented as heck. It's the fact that he's not a wide receiver that plays the stereotypical role. So if you're not giving him all these chances to run with the ball or do all these kind of special things he does, punt return, everything like that, um, which you start not doing because you don't want to hurt your your you know main wide receiver, um, it really limits them. Um, they don't really throw the ball down the field. So I just feel like Tyreek Hill had kind of um, the perfect storm to showcase his talent last year. Um, And he could still do very, very well, but I think you're overpaying for him because I think you saw the pinnacle of what he could do when given the chance, and I don't think that offense is set up for that yet. No. He's not guaranteed those 10 targets a game. No. So, I mean, I I love Tyreek Hill. is a ton of fun to watch, but I think you're going to have to overpay for him, so I'm not going to be going for him. I think that might be it, Jeff. I really can't talk anymore. My voice is kind of going. I think you're passing on to me mentally. I, I can't do anything anymore, but I think we made it through. Here we go. You know, make sure to check out the FF Profit on Twitter, fantasyfootballprofit.com. And we will be back next week with a couple more episodes. So we'll talk to you guys then. 